tuning in yet again to another episode of kicking it with k marie of course i'm k marie who else i'm going to be right so thank you thank you thank you for tuning in and again you know you all thank you so much for the support thank you to everyone who subscribed and if that's you if you have not subscribed then you can do so now whatever platform that you are listening to us on just hit that subscribe button even hit that automatic download button so you can get the um episodes automatically you know as it comes out if you're listening on those type of platforms like iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast pandora whatever okay we're everywhere. We're out here in these streets. <laughs> okay. So, um, we have a very, very special show today. I think all my shows are special, though. I think everybody that I have on, every expert um, guest that I have is, um, is, is, is special. And the show is special because it's going to be information that we all can use. Because that's the purpose of... Um, me starting this podcast is that I wanted to bring useful information um, that people can use, especially people in um, my community, the African-American community. I mean, I thank you for everybody else that listens. Um, and I know you all get something out of um, each episode as well, but I specifically um, make sure that um, my community get the information that we need to in order to live this life okay and i thank you and i believe that every conversation every um uh kicking it session um can spark change so it just take one conversation i believe that so today we're going to continue on our excuse me today we're going to continue on our series this month the month of november the safety series i hope you all enjoyed the episode last week when we had um, parks defensive strategies on um Quan parks and i hope you all saw the um pictures from the outing that we went on it we got we had some <laughs> we had so much fun at the range it was i have not you're gonna see I have not been shooting in a minute at the range and it showed, okay? It really showed, but we I'm going to get back into it. Actually going to start a women's um, shooting club and we're going to meet every month and we're going to go to the range. So if you are interested in, in you're in the Detroit area, just um, email me at info at uh, kmariepodcast.com and we're going to start that. All right, so today we're going to be talking about safety while working out outdoors. And not just specifically outdoors, but just working out, period. But I, I did want to touch on working out 
outdoors because it is getting cold, especially if you are living um, in a part of the world where it gets cold. You have a true winter. And I know a lot of people like to work out in the winter time. I don't know why y'all like to do that, but <laughs> I know that there's a lot of you that do. And I just want you all to be safe in doing that. Okay. So today I have a very special guest. I'm going to read her bio, how she, um, how she worded it. It's so cute. Okay. So. It says, hello, everyone. My name is Andrea. I have been a personal trainer for over 16 years. I love people and I am passionate about helping others achieve their health and fitness goals. I specialize in weight strength training, calisthenics, and plyometrics. I had to ask her how to say that. I was like, um, what's all these scientific terms? <laughs> and plyometrics as well as proper dieting and stretching techniques. I believe that every, anyone can get healthy and stay healthy uh, with proper exercise, a clean diet, consistency, and determination. Let's get started on the journey to a healthier and stronger you. And um, you can find her at Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A-92378 at gmail.com. And for those who are watching, you'll be able to see it. Um, on the screen if you'll be able to see it. So without further ado, I am going to welcome today's guest, Andrea. Hey girl. Hi. How are you? Hi everybody. Oh, <laughs> you are her first time doing anything like this. So we are welcoming her with open arms. I told her she'll do just fine. It's just <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm oh, so humbled. Thank you so much for coming on and just letting us know um, the safe way of doing things when it comes to working out. But before we go there, just um, give them just a little background on what made you get into, um, want to get into personal training. Um, I honestly have been in sports just as a kid, as a child, my whole life. And then as an adult, after I want to say, you know how you hit like 24, 25, and the weight doesn't just fall off when you eat that <laughs> right. when you're a teenager. <laughs> and so I, I started working out and I really liked being at the gym. I loved it. Oh. And I applied for a job at the gym when I was about 27. They hired me. And I think what when I realized it was what I wanted to do, I had a client who was having a hard time with her health and she was having a hard time. I know this, it's, it's what it, what it is, but she was having a hard time going to the bathroom number two, and it would be weeks, you know, before she would go. So I just took it upon myself, started doing research, looking up information to help her and gave her this diet. And one day she came into the gym about two weeks later and she just in tears and she gave me this big hug and she's like, I've gone regularly every day for the past week. And I just want to thank you. And the the happiness of seeing her so happy, it just, it was such a fulfilling, it was just a great feeling. Mm -hmm. And that was it. That's when I knew that was what I wanted to do. And I've been doing it ever since. 
And I know she was happy because <laughs> for weeks, y'all know that. Oh, that stomach, yeah. just that waist is sitting up in. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She would go in pain. Yeah. Yeah. She would go weeks before she could actually just go, you know. So it was just a great feeling, you know, knowing that I had the opportunity to help someone change something so important, you know, and it's the small things, but it's, they add up. So I was really excited about that. So I do. So did you start training like in a gym or did you um, do it on your own or how, how did you um, start to actually get into it? Um, Finish USA. They're not open anymore. Oh, girl. Wow. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> <laughs> the one on Finkel? It, no, I was at the one. I started at the one in Royal Oak. It was um, it was in uh, on Woodward and Twelve Mile. It's a bell tire now. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, okay. but it was. I started at the one in uh, Royal Oak, and it was, it was. I was there for five years, and they paid for my certification. And after that, I just had to renew it. So that was great. You know, they paid for the certification, my training. They paid for everything, which, and I'm truly grateful for that. And I learned a lot being there. But I, after five years, I went off on my own. And so, so I've been doing this for. It'll be. It's over 16 years. This coming summer, next year will be 17 years. But I've been on my own for 10 for a. 11 of those uh, years I've been on my own, I should say. Okay. Yeah. And was so. that, how did you like that when you first branched out on your own? Was it scary? Because like, okay, how am I going to get these clients? Or did you have clients to follow you over? So some clients followed me over, but it was rough. Financially, it was scary. It was rough. And I was driving house to house or to different gyms. So I didn't have like one central location where everyone came to. That was the hardest part. You know, it was getting people to trust that you were going to show up when you said you would, you know, yeah. because you have a relationship you build and people can just come to the gym. And it's different when you have a trainer that's at the gym. If your trainer doesn't show, they can give you another trainer. If the trainer can't come for whatever reason, something happens, mm -hmm. you know, the gym provides what you need. When it's uh, a tr working as an individual, you have, you've built a trust, but now this person is trusting. When I pay you, you're going to show up like we've agreed. You'll be here. You're not going to cancel on me. You're not going to just disappear with my money. You know, so that was a scary thing for the clients. And then for me, it was, you know, trusting that clients were going to be consistent. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I had really great, really amazing clients, a great client base. And I'm so grateful to God for that because it was very scary. Like I, I didn't want to do it at first. It was like, oh, you know, this is a guaranteed pay. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> right. <very> hard. <laughs> it was very hard at first. So why did you want to step out? on your own policies um mm -hmm. when you work for a company you know you do the company has to make money in order for everyone to have a job at the same time for me it's about people and there were certain things that weren't that i did not like so okay. and i don't want to like you know talk bad about you yeah. know a company they're not open anymore anyway but it was, there were a lot of things that I just, I wasn't, that didn't settle well with me. Yeah. And it, it became a thing where it wasn't really about the people. Um, the one thing that started to bother me was 
we didn't focus enough on diet. And you cannot out-train a bad diet. I do not care how often you work out. And when you're young, it's different, but it will catch up with you. You know, with time, bad a bad diet catches up with you. You cannot out-train a bad diet. And I felt like that was not stressed enough, the importance of healthy eating, um, you know, teaching people how to grocery shop, teaching people how to cook at home, teaching people how to meal prep. And that wasn't something they wanted us to stress. And so then you have this thing where your client starts off, they lose a little bit of weight. And then because the diet is bad, they go back to gaining or they get stuck in this holding, you know, holding pattern where they're not, they're maintaining, but they're not getting to their goals. And diet is 85% of the work. And so, you know, that started to become an issue. Um, And there was other things. And so I felt like, if I really want to do this the way that I believe it should be done, I have to do it on my own. So. Okay, do it, yeah. Because, um, and I'm I'm saying this, everyone. I'm not calling out the gym, but I just have an issue. It is a gym out here that I went with my mother one time, like a couple of years ago, so she can sign up. And I was just looking. I was like, do they really have pizza up in here? <laughs> Like they have pizza that they have pizza mm-hmm. and in the morning like bagels and stuff i'm like oh wow i'm mm-hmm. like that's one that's either you know great marketing because if you have your people eating like that they're guaranteed to keep coming back right, <laughs> or right. Just, just dumb i was like there's no way i would join a gym and they feeding you you they got pizza night and bagel night what anyway yeah, and, it, but, and I agree with you because when I think of it like this, some people have serious food addiction issues. Yes. And so when you're trying to overcome that addiction or deal with getting yourself to a place where you're in control mm-hmm. of your eating habits, that's the worst thing that can happen, you know, to me for a client that's really struggling with their eating and then you walk in and the smell of the bread hits you, the smell of the the pepperoni, pepperoni, and it's like, I want to be good, but it's right here. (laughs) It's right. One slice won't hurt you. Right. (laughs) I know which gym you're talking about. I've seen pictures there was somebody put a picture of this guy and he's on the treadmill and he's eating pizza. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, but it's, it's a sad thing. It's like, you know, you know, let's help people. Let's take away the distractions instead of adding them. <laughs> oh my God. He's, like, he's on the trail walking, looking at TV and eating pizza. And wow. eating pizza, just chilling. Ooh, <laughs> so. that's, that's crazy. But yeah, but like you said though, um, getting the the body that you want or just losing the weight, like you said, that's like eighty five percent is what you eat. I'm like, some people think like, no, you just exercise it off. Like, no, it's like that that <laughs> midsection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah, and I wish I had um uploaded, but I I mentioned it on Instagram on my Instagram page. Um, I, I was like, this girl's abs because when I saw, I was like, that's. I remember when I DM'd you, I'm like, that's you. I do. <laughs> I do. 
Thursday. I was like, I'm going to need your information. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm writing these movies and stuff now. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a cameo in our first movie. And I, 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 I got to be tight. You know, I can, I can fake it. I can put on a waist trainer and suck it and right. tuck it. But I want to be authentic. You know, I want. Right. I, so yeah, y'all, this is going to be my trainer. Um, <laughs> so when you see me on that big screen, you know, you'll be like, okay, is this? Yes. Okay. I'm excited about you getting started. I really am. I'm excited. Me too. I am too, and I prefer a personal trainer. You know, because I'm not. I'm not a gym rat. You know, mm-hmm. um, I loathe a lot of times going, <laughs> going to the gym, you know, I'm telling you offline that, you know, I um, and I'm going to give this a plug. They're not paying me or anything like that yet. But um, <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shields, if you have Blue Cross Blue Shields, um, whether you have um, the HMO, uh, Blue Care Network or Blue Cross, any of the blues, they have this um, program. It was called Healthways Fitness, and it's, it's changed to something else, but you can still inquire about it. Uh, one of the perks of having that insurance um, on the blues is that um, you we can um, have a gym membership to different gyms for $25. I pay $25 a month. Oh, I got grandfather in because they went up to 29 That's still good. Um, a month and you can go to different gyms or whatever but even with that I still like the personal trainer you know like coming to my house or um or meeting somewhere you know because I, I like that one-on-one you know I I'm better when it comes to different things like if, if it's being taught to me like one-on-one Cause like in the gym, sometimes when you don't know, you can, you're intimidated, you know, you don't like, I don't know what to work on and how many reps and how many this and that, you know, so personal, I think personal trainers are are needed for you to get started and, and to just to go and, and have that shape or that, um, the tone that you want for your body. Okay. So working out outdoors. I know that a lot of people love to work out outdoors, even in the cold, even in the winter. I am so not one of them. <laughs> I, mean, I would like to be that one that, you know, that's out there walking, you know, mm-hmm. and, but no, not when it's cold. <laughs> but for those who are watching, because I know it's a lot of you who do like to work out outdoors. <clears throat> You live in colder climates. Can you just give us some um, tips on how to stay safe in doing that? Um, so the biggest thing, the first thing is, is if you have any pre-existing conditions, any health issues, especially asthma or heart disease, mm. you definitely want to talk to your doctor first about working out outdoors. Um, that puts you at a higher risk for hypothermia and that hypothermia itself is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. So if you have asthma or heart disease, you absolutely really want to talk to your doctor. If you have any pre-existing conditions, talk to your doctor, but those two put you at a higher risk. And then if you're pregnant, you also want to talk to your doctor before 
just starting a workout regimen outside or at all uh, if you're pregnant. Um, and I think I was telling you this before we, you know, went live on the mm -hmm. podcast. Um, the best temp for the body working out outside is 35 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. And it's better if you do it in the early afternoon, because that's when your body is warmed up and your body temperature is at its highest. Oh. Um, you, yeah, you, you, you're because in the morning you're still kind of cold. Um, you want to do a nice brisk walk just to warm your body up, or you can do dynamic stretches. Uh, for example, you could um, do, you know, just free squats. You could, you know, run in place a little bit, jumping jacks, um, the windmill with your arms. You know how you see swimmers warming up uh, when you watch the Olympics and they're flapping their arms yeah. in front of them. You know, those are all dynamic stretches, uh, swinging your hips, you know, free swinging with the legs, just to warm up your body. Um, you don't want to do what's called static stretching before a workout. Static stretching, it should be done after your workout and indoors in a warm area. So what's static it's, stretching? Static stretching is when you're you're bending over and you're touching your toes and you're holding it for 15 to 30 seconds. Wait, so you said we shouldn't do that before? No, you you don't because your body's cold. Stat, so dynamic. Oh, only, only when working outdoors. Uh, no, in general. Oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> so the best order for exercise, even if you're doing CrossFit or anything like that, you want to warm up with dynamic stretching first. Okay. Then you do your workout. Then you cool down with a walk. And then you do the static stretching. And that's so the like, problem. Like you said, like the dynamic stretching, it's just like this moving your limbs? Yes. It's moving the limbs. It's, you know... Um, just any type of, you know, just free squats, just squatting with no weight, uh, lunging with no weight, side lunges with no weight, front lunges, back lunges, everything. <laughs> just... <a> stretch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Those are stretches. Girl, I hate lunges. <laughs> there are different types of lunges. So there are some lunges you're doing to stretch and there are other lunges you're doing for weight bearing. <laughs> And the purpose of it, though, is to warm you up. So you should feel like, you know, that blood flow, you're getting the, you want the blood flow to get to your muscles. So the oxygen, the oxygenation can get there. And that keeps your muscles and your ligaments warm. So you don't snap a tendon or pull any muscles or anything like that. If you try, and it, it's, I'm not saying that if you do a static stretch before working out, you're automatically going to injure yourself, but you put yourself at a higher risk. Oh, wow. Okay. You put yourself at a higher risk, especially if it's cold. And you want to keep in mind when it's cold, your body automatically sends bl more blood to your organs. So your arms and your legs are going to, it's going to take anywhere from 10 to 40% more effort to get them warm, to get them ready for the work on outdoors. Um, and then the other thing that's important is having the proper attire. So it's usually three layers and your first layer should be dry fit to pull the sweat away from your skin. That should be your first layer. Your second layer should be wool or um, what's the word? Fleece, some type of a wool polyester or a fleece blend. And that, iso that uh, insulates your warmth. Um, and then your third layer should be a type of 
wind resistant, water resistant material that is breathable. Um, there's so many things to consider when you're working out outside, but if the temperature drops below zero and we have a very low wind chill, it is best to just work out indoors. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the best advice. If you do it, you can. It is not impossible. I'm not saying that you can't. Um, so I, I do also, I want to give the, the symptoms for hypothermia because some people, you know, you don't realize you're there, but extreme shivering, like really intense shivering. Um, if a person's acting aloof, like if you're with a friend and they're working out and they're not making sense, they're not coordinated, they're tripping and falling and they don't usually do that. Um, those are all symptoms of hypothermia. Um, you also want to keep in mind that the person who has it, if you if the person is going into hypothermia, they don't really know. So they'll be withdrawn. They won't care. It's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Um, yeah. So you want to be and then their speech is slurred. So if their speech starts to becoming slurred, you know, you want to go to the hospital right away because you can't your core temp is not warming up enough. And if you get wet, stop, just go home. If you're if you even if you don't have hypothermia, you're working out outside and you get wet, stop, because that can cause hypothermia. Mm. Um, cotton is not good. Don't work out outside in cotton. It stays wet. It sticks to the skin. It doesn't pull the moisture away from you and it doesn't insulate the heat as well as wool or fleece. Um, gosh, there's so much. <laughs> so I, um, but a store that, you know, there are stores, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods, REI is really great uh, for things like that. You can get socks that are insulated. I have a pair of wool socks just for the winter. They're awesome. They're they're amazing. They keep your feet nice and warm. Um, you want to make sure you wear two pairs of gloves as well. Uh, you want to do a dry fit pair of gloves and a fleece or a wool pair of gloves to keep your fingers warm. If you feel like you're starting to sweat, Take off a layer so you don't your your core temp doesn't get too warm because you don't want to get to the point where your body starts cooling down and you start sweating more. And that can put you at a higher risk for hypothermia. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say and reflective clothing if it's dark, because you know with daylight savings time, <laughs> you know, you know, if you're riding a bike, wear reflective clothing. That's extreme. Yes, please. Please wear reflective clothing if it's dark and then sunscreen in the daytime because you can get sunburn in the winter, just like in the summer. Wow. So, okay. yeah, so sunscreen, if it's, you know, really sunny out and it's cold. So you, I know you said um, for the first layer, like a dry fit. Mm -hmm. um, so like, what about, do they have like those like long John type in that type of material? Yeah, they do. They do. They have it for men and women. So you can get the ones that go all the way down to your ankles. Um, you know, even in the summer, it's good to use dry fit because it keeps you from chafing and things like that. Uh, it pulls the sweat off of your body and you don't realize you're wet until you get home and you start taking off layers. You're like, man, I was really sweating. But they have the long johns for the upper body. They have the face mask made with dry fit. Um and I believe that they, I've, I'm not mistaken, you can get like the, you know, especially for, you know, 
women with curlier hair, women of color, you can get a you can get hats that have a satin lining, but the outside is wool. So it doesn't mess, you know, tear up your hair and it keeps your head warm. I don't think I think wool tears up everyone's hair though. I don't care who you are. Yes, it's very abrasive. So you can get hats with a satin lining. Um it's a I can't think of the name of the company, but they they it's make hats. a lot out there. It's a lot. Yeah. It is. It is. And they make the hats where you can, you know, get that lining and put the hat on your and keeping your ears warm. Frostbite is another thing. Um, it's very unlikely that you'll get frostbite if the temp is above five degrees. And that's considering the, the wind chill factor is low. But anywhere, once you get to negative 18, it only takes 30 minutes for frost, frostbite okay. to set it. Nobody's like really working. Okay. Do you know of people that are like really working out even like at, at below zero? I mean, come on. There, there are people. I mean, especially if you're thinking of skiing, mm -hmm. <laughs> runners, skiers, bikers, you know, there are people who, you know, snowmobiling. And you have to think it's not even just for working out. If you're going somewhere and you're outdoors for a long time, you know, going to see lights, Christmas caroling, yeah. you still want to be prepared for extremely cold temperatures. Because if you're stuck outside and you're trying to, you know, keep those hands warm, you know, that's like instant regret. Like, man, I should have dressed warmer. I've done that. <laughs> right. I, I have too. Like, oh, Lord. You know, and then we have a lot of stuff downtown because we have the, the ice rink downtown, mm -hmm. you know, so even if you're just taking kids to go to the ice rink, it's important. They have dry fit for kids, you know, put the first layer on the second layer. If it's snowing out, put on that third layer, kids going to school, all that keeps you warm. It keeps you insulated. Now it might suck when you're in school because you're going to be hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> It reminds me of that scene in um how was that movie with Ralphie, a, a Christmas story? Yes. Remember when his mother was wrapping up his little baby brother? I mean, he had he couldn't hardly move. He was <laughs> falling in the snow. <laughs> yes. But hey, I mean, he was warm. He was warm. Yes, was warm. because. When it's cold, that is, I, we had a winter. My sister and I were talking about a few years back, my truck was stuck in my driveway for three days because my gas line froze. And I had to wait three days before I could drive my truck. When it's that cold, no one should work out outside. No. It was really cold. So, <laughs> so in your, your professional op um, opinion, do you think that people should work out outdoors still in the wintertime or do you think they should try to um, stay in the house or go to a gym? I think that if a person is willing to take the proper precautions, definitely if it, because I would rather someone work out outdoors versus not working out at all. And you, you do have people who just don't like being indoors when they exercise. Mm -hmm. They prefer the outdoors. They prefer the elements, the mm -hmm. wind, whatever it is get you going, I want you to, I, I want people to keep moving. You know, that, that's so important, you know, staying healthy, staying into your, staying into your routine. Mm -hmm. So if your routine is working out outdoors and you really, really want to just be as cautious as you can, you know, um, and another thing, let people know where you are. Mm. Let people know your routine, have someone that knows, let's say, for example, you're a runner 
and you're running outside, you're running near roads and it's slippery out, you know, cars can skid, anything can happen. And so you want somebody that knows, okay, this person starts at six mile and they run to, you know, to 12 mile and then they go up to Evergreen, wherever it is you run, you want someone to know your routine. So if they don't hear from you, they know where to look, you know, they, you know, that's extremely important. You, you want someone to know your routine. If you go to a specific park, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just for safety measures, um, if you work out outdoors or walk in your neighborhood and it's cold outside, you know, I have a dog. I love dogs, but there are dogs, you know, in neighborhoods that aren't friendly, you know, so you could do like a light pepper spray. It just deters them. It doesn't really hurt them. You could do, um, you could do like loud noises, you know, like an air horn. It's they're terrified of that kind of thing. You know, that I would recommend that that's the quickest way to get them because pepper spray, they have to get really close for you to use it. But an air horn, really freak them out and you know send them on their way um so you want to be mindful of things like that you know if you are you know walking or running outdoors um and then it's good to use the buddy system because again if hypothermia sets in it's really hard for the person that it's happening to to know it's really hard for you to know, but if your friend is with you and you start slowing your speech, you're not talking right, you're not making sense, then it's like, okay, hold on, we need to stop, we go to the hospital. Uh, don't try to go home and treat hypothermia. Go to the hospital. That That is the, the one thing that I will say. If you think someone has hypothermia, take them to the doctor, because that's very serious. Your internal temperature is not staying warm. And you're not generating enough heat and they have warming blankets and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, after your workout, you want to decompression is extremely important. Whether you're working out indoors or outdoors, you want to decompress your body. So that's where your cool down and the stretching takes place. Get in your car, turn the heat up, take off the layers. Once you're in the car, take off the layers. And then when you get home, you can just put on the waterproof layer, go into the house or wherever you, wherever it is you're going to stretch in a nice warm area, stretch, take a hot shower, and then kind of cool the water off to close your pores up. Hmm. And that, that, I mean, those are just the most important things that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but if you can, in my professional opinion, if you can tolerate going indoors or working out indoors, once it gets below zero, I really strongly suggest working out inside once the temperature drops below zero. I'm, I'm going to try one day this winter, like if it's like about 40 something, I'm going to try, like, I'm going to try <laughs> like walking or something in my neighborhood. I'm going I'm to try. Yeah. Well, acclimate first, you know, the best way, like if you want to try working out outdoors, go outside for like 30, 40 minutes, not when you're working out, just go outside. You like you said, going for a walk 30, 40 minutes at a time, a couple of times a week will get your body used to dealing with the code mm. and it, it, it raises your internal blood temperature. It gets your body. Um, the only way I could think of it is where my aunt and her kids, they moved to Texas years ago. 
And my sisters and I, we went down for a family vacation to visit and we were burning hot. And it's summertime and people were walking around with jeans on. I'm like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to put clothes on. It was so hot. And my aunt was like, it's not that hot. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's freeze. It's burning up. You know, she's like, it's kind of cold, actually. And I'm thinking, no, it is 87 degrees in Texas. It's hot. And, you know, your body adjusts to the temperature. You know, it's like here in Michigan, once we hit the below zero temps and then when spring comes in and it's like 40 degrees, we're like, yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> so your body does change, you know, your body adjusts. So I would say go out a few times, acclimate, and then it's easier to start dealing with the cooler temperatures if you keep doing it, you know, a few times a week. But that first time is going to be cold. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm going to try. I, 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 you know, it, it's no guarantee. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, try. I'll try. You're making no promises. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. None. Um, <laughs> um, so just, I know people probably listening like, okay, that's nice. You know, I don't really work out outdoors or whatever. Um, just notice really quickly, what are some safety tips for working out indoors? Um, your form is everything. Mm. Form is everything. So again, it's the same working out outdoors, your warm up, dynamic stretching, then you start your weight training. If you want the most effective results, put your body on a a group workout schedule. So your body itself, you have certain muscle groups that go together. Mm -hmm. um, your legs is, can I consider that one group? That's okay. one group. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, the legs use a lot of energy when you're working out. Yeah. Your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps are another group because mm -hmm. those muscles, whenever you push, they're working together. So your chest, your shoulders, and triceps are a group. And then your back, your biceps and your abs or your core all the way around your back, biceps and abs. That's the pull that they work together. And so what I do with most of my clients is they work out with me so many days a week. And the, when we start off, I'll teach them proper form, teach you how to use the machines, make sure people understand the importance of form over the amount of reps you're going to do or how much weight form is more important because you don't want to get injured. If you get tired, you know, the mirrors are great because you want to watch your form, keeping your core straight, keeping your back straight, squeezing your gut. Um, that's another way to make sure your form is good. And I don't know if guys do this, I, but I know it, ladies, this might help. If you know, to know if you're squeezing your core properly, it's like if you wear a dress, and it's a little bit tight in the midsection and you ate a bit and you feel bloated. And so you're kind of sucking it in, but you can still talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was doing that. I was doing that last night at a movie premiere. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're holding your core. <laughs> <laughs> did you have fun at the premiere? I did, I did. Good. <laughs> But that's that's when you know you're holding your core. If your core feels loose, 
if you feel like you're not holding it together, you know, you want to hold it. And, and if you're not used to doing it, it is going to make your lower back feel tight. And that's normal because that's a part of the core as well. Um, so proper form, proper stretching, warming up the right way, decompressing the muscles after your workout. Do not do static stretching before. And drinking water or drinking proper fluids before, during, and after. After Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. That's extremely important. Um, gosh, it's like in my brain, I'm like, my brain is just right. clicking. clicking. <laughs> Everything I can. Like, I don't want to leave anything out. Um, and you want to know your limits when you're working out in the in the gym. It's called training. So, you know, don't get discouraged if somebody's on a machine and they're leg pressing 10 plates, you know, don't get discouraged by that. Be happy oh, with that. I, I applaud them. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> but sometimes when you have a lot of weight to lose, um, I have had people say, well, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds before I go to the gym. But the purpose oh, wow. of the gym, yeah, is to help you lose weight, you know. So I would say don't get discouraged and know your limitations. You know, when you feel fatigued, take a break, drink some water you know, walk around to keep your muscles warm, breathe, and then, you know, stop this. It's okay to stop a set. You know, you do want to try and finish a set, but if you start to lose your form, it's not worth it mm -hmm. because that's where injuries happen. Um, so again, putting the muscles on a rotation and, oh, I almost forgot this part. When you do the muscle group rotation, uh, you could do Monday, you do one group. So Monday could be shoulders, chest, and triceps. And then Tuesday could be legs. And then Wednesday could be back biceps and abs. Now, I personally put legs on Monday because most times I tend, if I do cheat, that happens on the weekend. And so when Monday comes, legs burn more calories. You use more energy when you work your legs. And so I usually put my leg day on Mondays and Thursdays. So I have two days of rest oh. for that muscle group. But I'm also on, on Tuesday, I'm working shoulder, chest, and triceps. And so my legs get a rest and I work my shoulders, chest, and triceps. And then on Wednesday, I do my back, biceps, and abs. And so I can work out six days without running into the risk. It, it really lowers the risk of injury because you're giving the muscles time to repair and recover. But it only takes three days for your muscles to go into atrophy. So you want to keep that in mind. Okay. It only takes three days to go into atrophy. So, you know, I meet people who say, well, I only want to work out once a week. Well, you're basically starting over every week. Mm. So you want to, you know, you want to do something. You want to keep the muscles active because muscle tone is literally just your muscle in a state of readiness to do what you always do. Everyone has muscle tone, some way less than others, but you might have muscle tone for being a couch potato. You might have muscle tone for sitting at the desk all day and typing mm -hmm. away. You know, you, you might have muscle tone for running a marathon, but not lifting weights. So you want to mm -hmm. keep your body, you know, well-rounded. Okay. That's some good stuff. I can't wait to start. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I can't wait to start. Because, um, I'm excited too. I'm excited too about you you seeing the before and after and you being excited. That's more that's more exciting to me than anything. It's like <laughs> yes, girl. Because um, yeah, like I said, I, yeah. 
I'm gonna yes, I need to do this. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not where I want it to be. That's right. You know? That's right. And you, you know, the biggest thing is is you don't want to. I always tell people I never ever want to get to a point in my life with anything where I'm like I've arrived. Mm -hmm. Never ever. Mm -hmm. There's always room for me to improve. So, yes. yeah, I like that. Well, thank you so much. This thank has you been for having great. me. I was oh. so nervous. <laughs> How are you feeling now, though? I'm good. I feel great. Good, good. See, like, so I was telling um, Andrea before, um, like a few of my um, guests, like over the past um, year and a half, I've been doing this. Um, you know, a few of them was like, I've never done a podcast. I've never done anything like this before. I'm nervous. And I was like, just relax. I got you. I got you. You know, they're like at the end, oh my gosh, that was so fun. That was, you know, I my nerves left and all of that. So, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. You know, I, I like to make my, my guests feel at ease. So Thank you so much, Bonnie. You do. You do. But you've always been like that. We go way back. Yes. <laughs> I've been knowing you for over 20 years, though. Girl, yes. Yeah, it has been. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to talk about how old we were, though. <laughs> right, right. You know, you, you, you're a few years younger than me, but still. Still. Um, it's been a long thank time. You, thank you. It has. <laughs> thank you so much. Again, that was that was some good information. I know that people out there um, have um, have what they, what they needed, what they tuned in to get. And then some, um, because you gave some good information and there's some stuff that I didn't, I, I heard for the first time, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, so <laughs> thank you so much for that. And again, give out your, um, so Andrea, um, dot the dot personal dot trainer. That is your Instagram. Instagram. Yep. I'm on Instagram. And then you can also follow me on Andrea's health corner on Facebook. So Andrea's Health Corner on Facebook, you can, you know, just ask to join the group. And sometimes we'll just put, you know, little dishes or just little tips on there as well. And I will have that um, information um, linked into the description of this episode. So they can okay. just click on it and be taken there immediately. And, um, thank you, lady. Yes, thank you so much. So everybody be safe working out, whether outdoors or indoors. Um, make sure if you know somebody who is, you know, like to work out outside a lot, um, make sure you share this episode with them so they can make sure that they're, you know, just on track. And um, yeah, thank you so much. This, this was really good. This was good. I'm going to listen to this again at work. I'm going to be taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to watch it too. Like, oh. uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much everybody and we're going to have another episode for you next week and then uh, we're going to finish the week well the month out with um i have on this uh, a sexologist so oh, wow yeah so talking about being safe, in streets, <laughs> being safe in these streets so uh, <laughs> <laughs> And she's a Christian too. So, awesome. um, so everybody, thank you again as I wrap up for the third or fourth time. And uh, just catch us 
on our Instagram page, on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, um, at K Marie Podcast on all social platforms. And again, you can um, listen to us. You can subscribe to our um, podcast, everywhere where you listen to podcasts, every streaming platform except for title. I just haven't applied for them yet. So, but everybody else, you can find us there. Thank you so much. I will see you all next week and have a great day. Bye. Let's go. Let's go. Turn up the radio. Just so you just so you know. It kicking in with K. That's all I'm gonna say. You're here now.